live my life without regret. To live my life without debt. To live my life and walk on from all these demons in the night. Dream you'll just hold me tight. Hi guys, I'm your host, Andrew Kunkels. Welcome back to episode two of this podcast called Inspiration for Music Creation. Or welcome, if you're new, make sure to check out episode one. And I have my second guest here today for episode two, Sean Finn. And that was Sean Finn's 2020 single called Live My Life, performed live, and it's on Spotify along with his new single, Galway, which some of it will be played at the end of the episode. So stay tuned and check out both songs now. Sean's gonna talk about how he writes lyrics, how he makes music, and provide helpful tips for everyone listening. Welcome everyone, and I hope you learn loads. So let's get started. Welcome, Sean. How are you? Thank you very much for having me on the podcast. No problem at all. Uh, so Sean, how much experience do you have in creating music? When did you start off? Well, creating music, I would say songwriting, I started really in 2019. I'd been in a covers band before that, and we were kind of just messing around, hadn't really written any original music, but I kind of started to take on writing my own songs and that sort of stuff about summer 2019, it would have been. Just kind of rolling along, going with things, uh, writing shit songs, not really going anywhere. And then I kind of got more into mixing and mastering later. So, so it would have really started around twenty twenty. So, Sean, you told me that your main genre would be rock. Mm. Would you have any other genres you would mainly work with, or would rock be the main one you'd work with? I tend to stick with rock, but you know, I, I some of my songs that are up now are very like kind of soft singer songwriter type of vibes, like you know. But the stuff I want to record in future is very. I want it to be rock music. I want to you know create stuff like Arctic Monkeys. I want to go into punk territory. I want like you know kind of ACDC kind of thing. Or and because I'm doing everything by myself at home, like I, I'm not going into a studio and writing with a band. Like you know I'm sitting there with my acoustic guitar. So quite often the songs can come out as kind of dreary singer songwriter things and sometimes they evolve and like you know i can change things up a little bit and they do turn into rock songs like fallen flowers is a great example of that i, I read that on my acoustic guitar one day in the summer of 2020 and um, you know that turned that started off as quite like a slow little jingle kind of thing like and then you know putting on to the electric guitar and changing a couple of things about it, and eventually it became quite an upbeat rock song but it didn't start off as that and i think it's a process of me as a musician and a producer kind of being able to sit down with myself and take myself from point a to point b and go right what do i want to do and then there's also the vision of what's good for the song because they're two different things sometimes you can write a song and if you try and turn it into a rock version, it's not going to work. Yeah, so yeah. it's about finding what suits the song. I would like mainly like to go towards that sort of harder rock sort of and indie rock more. Yeah. But I'm pretty open to go anywhere. But it, where I've been sticking to has been rock and kind of singer-songwriter territory. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's the way of society nowadays. Every mm. musician has to work in every genre. Kind of, I think it's not good to be enclosed. Yeah, it's good to just kind of take things on and see what happens and take the punches as they come. Like, yeah. How long have you been writing lyrics for? Writing lyrics since 2019, really. The process of how I write lyrics has changed over the years. Like, I originally thought I could just stick some lyrics into my phone and be like, oh, that's a great thought in the park. That sounds like semi-inspirational or semi-kind of deep or something like that. But it's not. <laughs> but so, like, I'd write them on my phone, then try and, like, put them into a song. But then the phrasing doesn't work in the melody. You know, so the process of that has kind of changed over the last few years. I feel my lyrics have gotten a lot more personal over the last year or two, especially. It's a year, year and a half. They've gotten a lot more personal. Yeah. 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 
Perfect. Do you like composing or writing lyrics first? What would be your advice for the listener to compose or write lyrics first? For me personally, it depends. Like I, I would typically compose first. It kind of varies for what kind of project you're in. I would say like eight times, eight to seven times out of ten, I am probably writing the music first and then putting lyrics on top of it. But it's it happens very quickly. It all be in one session. I might spend half an hour thinking about chords and about twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes thinking about lyrics and trying to construct it and trying to kind of more build on, more have something there to build on for the next time I go in and like you now look at the song like. So it kind of depends on what kind of song you're trying to construct, really. Yeah. My advice for other people would be kind of something I alluded to earlier on, which would be just be very honest with yourself. If when I started off songwriting, I was trying to write songs for people that like I was that, that's I was trying to write songs for people. I wasn't trying to write songs for myself. I wasn't using it as a form of expression. And I think that was a big mistake for me. I know it kind of can depend on what type of writer you are, but the first thing I would do if I was you know if I was saying to myself three or four years ago when I started writing songs just be honest with yourself because I was writing songs about shit I didn't know about you know I was trying to write songs about you know a heartbreak that I hadn't had or you know an experience that I'd never had like you know a a beautiful summer's day in Malibu (laughs) I've never been to America I can't even I can't even afford to look at the price of a plane to get to America what am I doing writing songs about stuff on the other side of the world like you know it just it doesn't make sense like you know and the best songs come from you being vulnerable like so yeah the biggest advice would be to just be very vulnerable to yourself and i can't exactly tell you how to i think it's easy experiences yourself yeah you need to i I would say first and foremost write about experiences and i think everybody will have a different way of kind of making themselves really really vulnerable and kind of just gone like it's almost like taking a big breath and going that feeling when you breathe it out and you're just like you feel heavier and your mind's heavy and that sort of stuff and trying to get that onto a page first and foremost and trying to get it to work in then with your lyrics and into your melody I mean yeah so moving on from lyrics now I don't to produce music so would you use a DAW in producing music so I I use Logic myself by having Logic there it's allowed me to just record whatever I want like you know so I'm in the studio now recording this new song with a producer and it's like, okay, we don't need to waste time in the studio. You go home, record that. Right, fine, perfect. So that way when we're in the studio, we can spend more time working on the actual structure of the song. So yeah, I use Logic. I find Logic extremely easy to use. As somebody who really isn't, you know, good at mixing and isn't, like, you know, very adept, I, I focus very much on the performance and the things and the marketing and, you know, creating content and doing interviews like this. I, that's kind of like my area of specialties and focus. Mixing and mastering is something that I, I never really got into music for. Not that I'm not interested in it. I do think it's interesting. I think it's a huge skill set. I think anybody who can do it well is extremely talented. I don't feel it's an area that I am a very adapt where I need to get better at. Yeah, yeah I, I use Logic. I find it really easy to use. I want to get better at the mixing process. So you were saying that you use Logic Pro because it's easy to use. Is that why you chose it for your first thought use? Would you advise the listeners to use Logic Pro or it's it's expensive. Yeah. You know, I was lucky that when I bought it I had the facilities there to go out and buy it and buy the extra bits but it was expensive. Like I'm very working class. I come I don't come from a wealthy background like you know I, I have never like you know been one to disregard money like money is scarce to me like yeah. I, I know all about the pot noodle lifestyle like yeah. you know <laughs> so it's a lot of money it's a big investment I 
do feel it's worth it. I would, I, if you can, I would recommend it. It's not for everybody though. Like some people have used both and they prefer Ableton or they prefer Audacity or whatever. And like it's kind of whatever suits. I mean, if you can go onto GarageBand and you can get some free trials of it and all, I personally do recommend it. Um, it's like it's an industry standard. Dot. It's if it's an investment, but I think it's a worthy investment. I would recommend it to other people. Definitely, yeah. So when you're starting off your music process of creating a song so what instruments would you tend to start with typically it's guitar or piano I, I just recently got a keyboard into the house and it's it, like it does the job fine like it, it's good for adding interest and dynamics to a song like you know like having really high parts in the piano I've done that for Galway where like a lot of Galway is played like on the like the, the lower ends of a guitar and then like the piano parts are at the very high notes of it, I think it was the highest one that I could get in the piano. Just to add some different dynamics yeah, to it. And like, yeah. even when I, I think I wrote, I did write this, if this could last on the guitar, but I like kind of really solidified it on the piano that I had in a room in college one day, just from kind of messing around with the chords and like how the space and was working and using suspense pedals and that sort of stuff. That's where it really kind of came full circle and became, you know, the, the kind of more moving piece that I did and that kind of like gave me the idea of bringing in some more operatic instruments like the, the trumpets and the brass section and that that all came from that it gives me different ideas so yeah guitar and piano is where it mostly starts off occasionally bass but I'm not the best bass player in the world so it, it, it would typically start with acoustic guitar and piano yeah when you're not using a DAW, what would you tend to use how to record instruments? Would you only use a DAW or would you use anything else? I, I would use the DAW if I'm kind of going into that, okay, we're definitely going to be making something out of this stage. Like, you know, that's that, that's a bit more of a serious stage. I would start off typically with voice memos on the phone or, you know, and that's kind of like cheap or around, like, you know, because to set up the DAW and set up my interfaces and all, it's not, like, I don't have it just ready to go. I, I set them all up yeah, on, yeah. at the point, like, you know, which I, it's, it's also good to do that as well it kind of gives you a bit more of a ground it, it, it helps you remember how to set up these things properly yeah, so when you go into the future you don't mess with somebody else's and you don't know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> so when you're creating a song do you have a certain arrangement that you would follow throughout the process of creating that song or would it just be different every single time i would always kind of start with the like the rough outline of verse chorus verse chorus bridge last chorus outro that's typically what I go with, but each song is different. Like, you know, sometimes I, I want a longer instrumental section. You know, sometimes the, the lyrics for one verse are really long and you just want, like, a, you want just maybe two choruses in a row where you want the song to be shorter. Like, you know, there's a, a, my songs so far have all had introductions, whereas the next song doesn't have an introduction. Uh, Galway doesn't have an introduction, actually, either. You know, it's just straight in with lyrics and music. It changes each time, really. But, like, when I first go to write a song, when I'm, like, kind of noodling at the guitar, I am sitting there going, is this more of a chorus? Is this more of a verse and then if I do have a verse that's going to be the first verse it's very, I, I, it's actually something I do want to try going forward is write a verse and go okay now that's the second verse now let's write the first yeah, verse and yeah. see if that brings any different kind of elements or dynamics to it as well yeah perfect when you're dealing with your strengths and weaknesses so obviously you know your strengths and weaknesses so when composing and lyric writing how would you deal with your weaknesses I think it's best to kind of face them head on and go, right, I know this is a weakness and, you know, expose my weaknesses in a way. Like, if I know my weaknesses, let's just say, for example, my biggest weakness is writing a second verse because that's what I actually, when I first started writing songs, that was probably a big thing for me was I could write the first verse, I could write the chorus and then go, right, second verse now and go, oh, what's going on here? How did I fix that? I just kept writing second verse. I just kept saying to myself, I just need to finish it. Even if I get a rough draft, even if the first verse is great, the chorus is great, second verse is terrible. 
at least you've done it. You know, just, it just I think giving up is the worst part. If you just go for it and attack it, you've got nothing to lose. And you can start again. You can It's always it's always okay to start again. You can just say, right, okay, I'm going to pack this up for today. Come back in a day or two's time. Open up again. And you might get a verse as good as verse one. You might get a worse verse than you had in verse two originally. Yeah, yeah. But you're going and you're not giving up. It's You're kind of, you keep attacking that, that area. Yeah, definitely. Would you normally work alone or with others? Um, what would be your advice for the listener? To work alone, starting off, or to work with others? I would advise everybody work with other people I think it's so important to get a second pair of ears on things I, I've constantly berated my, my poor friends with stuff yeah. my friends who are both very musically acquainted and friends who have no interest in like professional music recording and how music works and that sort of stuff because you get different answers off different people like you know yeah definitely. so I would I would highly recommend people work with other people because you're not going to hear everything the first time there's been times I've had songs like kind of what I talked about with Picnic earlier on where I just didn't hear it because you can kind of make excuses for yourself and you can kind of neglect it and go, well, it's okay because I don't know how to do this. It's like, no, you shouldn't not know how to do it. You should go and find out how to do it. And that way you don't all, you don't just know for this time, you also know for yeah, next time yeah. as well and you'll move and you'll keep evolving. Don't push it to the side. Yeah. So, and like working with other people will help you call that. I think you can bounce off people as well and that helps to make you and the other person more creative. So there's also some benefits to working alone as well because sometimes other people aren't always right. Yeah. You know, you, mm-hmm. can, you can be right in certain situations. So I would recommend if you're going to go for three songs, work with somebody else for two of them. Yeah. yeah. Last question. Is there any advice you would give to the listener on how to, if they're if they're starting off, obviously, if they're struggling or anything, is there any videos, websites, or other musicians that you obviously have always found inspiration from? Yeah, my biggest thing would be to keep up to date what's going on, not only in your genre, but also just in music in general. Have conversations about people because it's little things like when you do go to gigs and you start talking to sound engineers and go, did you like that new Ed Sheeran album? No, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I didn't like this and that. Enter into more deeper conversations and then you get a connection with people. And then if you ever need a favor from them or you ever want to start working with them, you've kind of already established a groundwork there. So it's not just like, oh, hello, hello. I'd like to work with you. It's not who you are. Yeah, you've had that kind of deeper conversation. You you can see eye to eye and that sort of thing. And you might disagree as well. Like that's not to say you have to agree with that person. Like you know, but like have a conversation with them. And if if people in music are talking about that, you should also be talking about that. So if somebody's dropping an album that's critically acclaimed and everybody's talking about it, you gotta go listen to it. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you like it or not. It really actually the, the least important part into it is whether you like it or not. Yeah. I try and set myself a thing where I listen to an album every morning. So on my way to college, sixty two hours to get to college, I'll listen to a brand new album every morning if I can. I try my best. To listen to a new album every morning five days a week I'd probably listen to a new album three or four days out of the week I wouldn't limit myself I think it's good to be listening to new music constantly even if it's old music that you haven't heard before if you heard oh there's this David Bowie album you just go listen to it because you're only going to be inspired by it and you can say you listen to it definitely Grant thank you very much Sean for those answers so Sean's obviously a singer songwriter himself and I'll be leaving his Spotify Instagram everything in the bio if you want to listen to him his music obviously and thank you very much for listening yeah thanks for listening guys I hope you enjoyed it I hope you got some in-depth answers out of that make sure you're following Andrew and make sure you're supporting Andrew as well because just remember, it costs absolutely nothing to drop a like, drop a follow, drop a share, drop a comment. So make sure you're supporting Andrew because he's doing an absolutely amazing job. Gonna miss her big blue eyes. Gonna miss the way she plays with her hair. Her boss, a train, her ticket to go away.